1: Good morning and welcome to Orange County's longest-running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and boy, do we have a great show planned for you today. This is one in our series of focusing on nonprofits in Orange County. It's an honor to have Nicole Sudam, the CEO and president of Goodwill Orange County, as our guest. Hi, Nicole. Hello, thanks for having me on again. Obviously, she's a repeat guest. She's come before to talk about the organizations that she was leading at the time. So Let's talk a little bit about your professional background and then your path to Goodwill OC. Take us through your background a little bit, Nicole.
0: Sure. Well, it's it's kind of interesting because this, um, this year marks 25 years for me in the nonprofit sector. And I, so I can't believe it. It's gone so fast. And I've actually worked at two nonprofits twice now. So the Second Harvest Food Bank and Goodwill of Orange County. Uh, Second Harvest was where I started my nonprofit career, and was there for you know that first you know five years of my nonprofit career, and then uh, my husband and I had moved to Washington D.C. for um, you know career opportunity, and we were there a couple years, moved back right to come to Goodwill, then went back to Second Harvest, then came back to Goodwill. So. It's been um, an incredible 25 years of working at you know two organizations that I you know truly love and I'm passionate about the mission.
1: What is it about the nonprofit sector that first got you interested in making a career of it? Uh,
0: you know I from my perspective, I've always been interested in doing anything that helps others. It's you know really uh, I think part of that is my own upbringing. You know, growing up in a single parent home, my mom, you know, struggled to make ends meet, um, and I just always saw how giving and how much time she volunteered and all the things she did. Even though she didn't have a whole lot, uh, she was always committed to helping others. And I, I it, and also my grandmother. I think those are the two. You know, between my mom and my grandmother um, have really inspired me to um, want to, you know, do for others and want to help. And that that's really the impetus for it.
1: So let's talk about the mission of Goodwill Orange County. Can you help us to understand the focus and the mission?
0: Sure, so we're most known for our stores, our donation centers, um, but we're most proud of what we're doing to change lives and to help people who are facing barriers find and keep jobs. That is really Mm -hmm. the core mission. That is why the retail stores and the donation centers exist. Uh, they are part of what we call our employment social enterprise. Um, it's an opportunity for us to have you know, people who have barriers to employment work at our donation centers, work in our stores, work throughout the whole organization. And in getting that work experience, um, some of them will grow at their career here at Goodwill of Orange County and others will get them jobs outside and um, other companies in the community.
1: And that is a a part of Goodwill that came to my attention a few years ago because, frankly, I had a guest here on the podcast who was working in partnership with Goodwill to bring in employees. And so I'm wondering, could you talk a little bit about that service that you're providing to Orange County businesses as well?
0: Exactly. So what we do is we make the match between individuals who are looking for jobs in the community, they might have some kind of barrier to employment. So it could be that they have a disability, um, maybe lack of long-term work experience. And we find employers in the community who match their skills and ability. And then we help make the introduction. We might support them with the interview. I'll give you an example. If somebody has, maybe somebody, their barrier might be that they are deaf or hard of hearing you know, we can provide an interpreter for that interview. Um, We can also help the employer, you know, and if with any kind of, you know, maybe they might have concerns about how to hire somebody who is deaf. How do we communicate with them? How do we work with them? We're able to alleviate those concerns and provide support to the employer.
1: And what are you finding as far as the success of the employees that you help the employer find in place and
0: um, you know, really, the the biggest I think success um, when we make those matches is that the employer finds that they have a loyal, dedicated um, somebody who comes to work on time. They have a great attitude. They're excited to be there, and they lift the whole morale. And oftentimes, I think you know, employers that that hire the people we serve, they don't realize that that's going to be the biggest benefit of making the hire. And they come to realize that very quickly once the individual is placed in and working on site.
1: You know, Nicole, one of the stories that I remember that was told to me by one of these Orange County employers that have employed that employs several of your uh, people that you've brought to them, yeah. um, is that one day one of the employees came in and showed a rental agreement for an apartment, which was the first time the individual was able to rent an apartment because he could demonstrate He was living in a group home and he could demonstrate that he had steady income and employment. So he was able to get a lease for an apartment, which was a major move forward in the way that he saw his life and independence.
0: Life-changing, right? To be able to support your family, yourself. Um, You know, we have individuals, I can think of a a young man who um, he arrived here um, by our HR office and um, he was coming out of his van and our HR director was right outside the building. And he went up to the uh, our, our head of HR and said, you know, do you, um, do you hire people with disabilities? So this was a young man in a wheelchair. And, and my HR person went, uh, yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and we're thinking, wow, we have a lot of work to do to raise awareness about the fact that, you know, we do this for the community, that, you know, we provide jobs for people who have disabilities and other barriers. And it was so interesting because, you know, my the head of HR, you know, looked at him and said, oh, yeah, come on in. We're going to get you an application. And he's working now um, in our e-commerce department and he's excited to be here. He's learning new skills. Um, And this is the first job he's had since the accident that um, that where he became paralyzed. And now he has a sense of that, you know, pride and dignity, the paycheck he's able to contribute to. You know, he lives with his mom and um, younger sister. He's able to contribute to his family and, and loves his work. And it was just so interesting that, you know, he asked that question. Well, yeah, I'm not going to bother applying unless you, unless you really are, you know, serious about hiring someone who's in a wheelchair. And You're it know. was just, this, you know, uh, amazing opportunity to, you know, bring him in. And now he's growing with us.
1: I think this is a fantastic service that you provide to Orange County entrepreneurs and business owners to bring them people that have skills and talent. We all have on our resume, maybe areas where we are uncomfortable a little bit about something or an experience. Maybe you don't because your career has been meteoric, but you know, a lot of people.
0: No, we all do. Yes. Right.
1: And so imagine, I'm talking to the audience now, but imagine if in addition to that, you might have a disability that people would factor into the hiring decision and to be able to get over that hurdle I think can be difficult at times and yes. you helping them to find work I'm not sure what is more important than for people who need to build their life again to have the opportunity to have steady employment and feel like they're contributing
0: exactly and that's really what it's all about yeah so being how, able to did, feel that sense of pride and dignity
1: how does someone find out about that part of what Goodwill does?
0: You know, on our website, uh, ocgoodwill.org, uh, that is where um, employers could actually look to see, okay, how do I hire somebody, you know, that is served by Goodwill? And we have individuals that will contact them, go meet with them, and, you know, do an assessment to see, okay, what's the job that it's, that's available here, and then find the um, actual employee for them. And make that match we i just learned the other day that we made a match at a local nonprofit, um, south county outreach so they they provide uh, food and, and services to people who are in need and uh, and the ceo there a couple months back um, laval he reached out to me and said hey nicole i want to hire um, somebody from goodwill i want to provide them training and maybe this will be you know, an opportunity for them to learn here, working with food and groceries and then getting a job at a regular grocery store, right? And so I thought, oh, that's great. And I put them in touch with um, one of my team members and the individual just started working there a couple of days ago. So just, I love it how, you know, our community also, right, even the nonprofits in the community, we're all supporting each other.
1: So is, there's always a place of constraint in business opportunities, is the, do you have more candidates than you have um, places to employ them, or do you have more opportunities to place people than you have candidates right
0: now? Right now, it's uh, more opportunities. It's it's interesting you say that because for the first time ever, we're having more employers call us versus the other way around where we have to call them and talk them into hiring people. Um, we're actually having more job opportunities than we're even able to fill right now, which is an unusual situation um, but it's it's also good that employers are recognizing that you know we can provide them with a, a well-trained person who's motivated and, and excited to come to work and and to grow with them.
1: and kind of put a bow on this from my direct experience talking to some entrepreneurs who have hired people through your service the, the impact of that employee is what you said earlier too which is they're on time. They appreciate the opportunity, they use all of their skills and talents, and they do have an uplifting effect on other people, not only from a work ethic, but a comfort level with working with people who may have a disability of some type.
0: Exactly. So many success stories. Uh, You you probably have um, an individual, I think we have a a man named Will in common who hired Mm -hmm. a, a woman named Jen. And you know, Jen had gone on—I don't know—80 something interviews and was told no every time, right? And she's a person um, with physical disability in a wheelchair. And I think most of the employers looked at her and said, "How how can you work? Like, what? How how do you function? Because um, she didn't have a lot of movement, right?" But she's still working for Will. Um, several years later now, and you know, providing because I, I just emailed with him recently, and and I said, "Hey, how's Jen doing? Is she still working for you?" He's like, "Yep." And I couldn't do my job without her, and I just love that.
1: Yeah, and and he and she is and he is one he is one of the people that I'm thinking about because I met Jen because we had a, a meeting of people that are doing podcasts, and Will does a podcast as well, The Pilgrim on the 405, and and I met Jen at that, and and she was. Highly competent at what she was doing as a producer yes. for his show, and, and yeah. that was well that's educated, the first time right? I saw it. right? Bachelor's
0: degree, master's degree, and motivated to work. And and Will gave her that chance, and and that's really what we're looking for: people to give, um, you know, people with disabilities, people who have these barriers, a chance.
1: And so maybe Will, through you being on the show, maybe additional employers will be reaching out to you because we all know how hard it is in this environment yes. to find good long-term employees and my experience based on direct feedback from entrepreneurs is goodwill is a great place to find talented loyal employees exactly
0: bring it call us (laughs) so
1: goodwill is a recognized name you you know you have storefronts etc i'm sure many of the people that are listening to the show have donated something to you so that you can repurpose it but i'm wondering In addition to what we've talked about, is there something else about your organization that the average person in Orange County may not know?
0: Yeah, it's often a surprise to people to learn that we own and operate an e-commerce platform called ShopGoodwill.com. I'll let you all go ahead and go on there right now. ShopGoodwill.com. You can find uh, some of the most amazing things on there. Um, It could be anything from jewelry, jewelry, to artwork, collectibles, electronics, toys, games—you name it—and that platform was the the really the brainchild of the CEO of Goodwill of Orange County. More than 22 years ago, hmm. he saw what was what eBay was doing uh, in terms of all the product that was going online and being sold um, by you know single individuals, and he thought, "Gosh, we have that kind of inventory. We should be online too." And so, you know, way before e-commerce became a thing, I, we were on there. Um, so 22 and a half years now that that site was launched. It um, Last year, it reached $1 billion in total sales since the inception of the site. Now, this serves all of the Goodwills. There's about 130 individual good, Goodwill organizations, just like mine here in Orange County that, you know, they are posting items on it um, often. And what's great about it, right, we're a social enterprise. So the individuals who are posting these items, who are processing the donations are also the people we serve, right? The people we're providing jobs to. So it just just has this, you know, win-win opportunity because we're maximizing the value of the donations, um, providing jobs while we do that. And then there's a marketplace of of customers that, you know, want to find these goods. Um, And I'll tell you, just the other day, um, I go on ShopGoodwill all the time. And so I have my Apple Watch and I needed a new band. Um, I found a brand new Apple Watch band on ShopGoodwill.com. I spent $20 total, (laughs) right? I went on and bid. I was the winning bidder. Um, And then with the shipping and handling, $20. It arrived to my home and Boom.
1: Thank you for sharing that. And that uh, $1 billion in aggregate sales is a significant achievement. Congratulations on it's continuing huge. the yeah, growth. It's, yeah. it's
0: accelerating the last few years, too. And, and right. we're very committed to, you know, keeping that, you know, keeping it forward thinking and modern and investing in it.
1: How many employees does Goodwill Orange County have?
0: We have uh, 1,200 um, employees wow. And then there's about another 600 that are on payroll that are more um, within our programs. They get paid work experience working for us. So, you know, 1,800 total on payroll, um, but 1,200, that would be kind of more of our regular full-time employees, mostly full-time. We have part-time employees as well.
1: So so you sort of suggested the structure of Goodwill as an organization. Can you step back, can you step us back for just a second and tell us the, how did Goodwill get started and how is it currently structured?
0: Sure. So I'll start from the kind of the top. We are a member of Goodwill Industries International. So um, as a membership organization, we pay membership dues to them to you know, be able to use, have license to the brand, right? So you know, we have permission to use the brand, plus to be part of this you know wonderful network of over 150 Goodwills. Um, so our Goodwill actually started 98 years ago. We have our centennial anniversary coming up in two years. Um, before I, when we first started, we were part of the um, Goodwill in uh, Los Angeles. So they call themselves Goodwill Southern California. And so we were initially part of their nonprofit umbrella. And then we became our own nonprofit some years after our founding. So yeah, we're looking forward to in, um, in 2024, know celebrating this um, major milestone for the community
1: that's excellent i'm wondering um what's been the impact on your organization of COVID-19?
0: 19. (laughs) that is a loaded question (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's amazing to think that this has been going on for almost two years right Um, So the initial impact, just like all other um, businesses and retail establishments, you know, because we have most of our workforce right out in the community, working in our stores and donation centers, you know, and then supporting people in our programs. So initially, you know, when we had to shut down all of our retail stores, think about this for a second. um, Our retail stores bring in about five million or more, sometimes six million in revenue per month. Uh, to support our social enterprise. And so when our stores closed, we had none of that revenue coming in for almost three months. And we did not qualify initially for the PPP loan. Mm -hmm. Um, We, because we have more than 500 employees, uh, we, we just didn't qualify. And so we had that double whammy of, you know, not being able to be open and not qualifying for any of that government Um, Assistance. We did get um, assistance with the employee retention tax credit, so that's help helpful. Um, But even those dollars haven't come in yet uh, from the IRS. We're still waiting for them. (laughs) Probably many are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we
1: really
0: it was it was very uh, stressful and uh, a very difficult time. But I think you know we worked really closely with um, a core group of our board of directors and of course my leadership team. And, you know, we just managed day to day um, cash flow and making sure we'd stay strong and, you know, sustainable through this. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, there were moments where I just was oh, ah, this is a really intense time. And of course, we had to furlough about eight hundred and thirty six. I remember the number on the list. It was eight hundred and thirty six people we had to furlough um, when we you know, realized we were going to be close for some time. And uh, we actually chose the furlough versus the layoff um, because we wanted to still have that connection to our team members. And you know we knew health insurance is important to people, so we were still covering you know our portion of the health insurance mm-hmm. and you know staying committed. So when we reopened, it was amazing. Um, that first group of employees we brought back because um, we opened about eight stores at, at a time of the 23, 24 stores that we have. And um, they were eager to come back. Um, they were excited, um, and I think part of that was that we kept that connection to them with the furlough. Um, we didn't lay them off. We didn't. We didn't terminate. You know, we still kept them, and so um, it that helped us um, tremendously in when we went into that phasing of the reopening, and um, and then just. It's It's been great from there in terms of our ability to um, grow the sales. We're, we actually had our best year ever last year in the retail operation.
1: Oh, congratulations. Yeah,
0: record year. Uh, the part that's been challenging, though, uh, has been the off and on being able to be in-person with the people we serve and then having to go back to virtual. Um, th- that's been really hard. But I, I think I really I commend my team because they've been incredibly... Um, resourceful, creative. um, And they've, they just have such a um, commitment to the mission that they always want to make sure the people we serve are supported. And I mean, they have really gone above and beyond. I I heard a story the other day about one of my team members um, supporting a client at 2 AM who needed help. Hmm. Right. I mean, though, I just, we have such a dedicated group of people who are in our mission services operation and they they want to see the people we serve be successful.
1: And I would I, I'm sure the you, you highlighted some parts of your organization. It's been my experience too that in large organizations such as your your HR department is doing just. Oh, extra gosh. overtime work. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh.
1: They are to be recognized. I am just
0: blown away by our HR team. Um the at one point at the start of the new year, right? Now we're in 2022, um, and obviously COVID was, you know, going <laughs> spreading like wildfire, right? Um, we had, I don't know, about 180 people out on uh LOA uh leave of absence. And about of that 180, about 150 or 60 were COVID related. I mean, it was just insane. And right. then um, and then finally, over the last few days, we're down to now 60, maybe a little bit less than 60 that are out on some kind of COVID leave. Uh, so it's been an, just an intense start to the year.
1: It has been. And so thank you for uh, giving us that sense of a larger organization in Orange County and how COVID has impacted you. Uh, yeah. I see that shifting our focus, I see yeah. that Goodwill is now a podcasting entity. So uh, talk about the inspiration for Goodwill in Orange County yeah. to start the podcast.
0: So um uh, probably a few months after I started, maybe sometime that first year, we started a podcast called Sharing Goodwill. And I think the inspiration for it was, you know, we hear so many negative stories. Every day, right? You you open your phone, you turn the TV on, um, and we just wanted to do something that was positive and that highlighted not just goodwill of Orange County and what we do, but the good that's happening in the community, other nonprofits, other individuals, and so we've had an opportunity to, to interview some really incredible people, um, people who represent causes or missions, and and in some cases they might be um, you know just really great stories of something positive that's happening. And um, so we want to really promote that as much as possible. It's just part of our, our brand to, to share Goodwill.
1: Do you like doing it?
0: I do, but we're going to have some of my other team members host the show as well, um, just so we can get, you know, um, be a little bit more aggressive on how often that we, you know, we post a show and, mm-hmm. and do it because my schedule is limited in terms of how often I can do it. So I think you know having the opportunity for other um, leaders in orange county and our orange county goodwill to host the show is is one of our goals for the year
1: shifting our focus one more time to an up, your upcoming golf event can you tell us a little bit more about the golf outing?
0: yes we have our upcoming golf tournament coming up on may the 25th at the uh, pelican hill golf club beautiful golf club here in uh, newport coast and uh, what is great about the golf tournament is it, it specifically supports our what we call our, our Tierney Center for Veterans Services. So this is a program all about um, finding and supporting veterans, helping them with employment, referring them to other nonprofit organizations for any kind of services they need. And you know, so what I love about it is the you know, people who can come out and support it. Um, whether they play or just support the tournament, um, it's really going to a great specific cause and purpose and supporting our our heroes and our veterans.
1: Do you golf?
0: I try to golf. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm great. <laughs> I have golf clubs. Occasionally well, that's start. You know, I'll go out with my husband and we'll golf nine holes. Um, he's he's more of a golfer of the household. He golfs a couple, couple times a week, and occasionally I'll get out there for fun with him.
1: I won't score myself
0: because it just isn't even worth it. <laughs>
1: no. well, it's so fun. beautiful to be on the golf course. It's a exactly. great way to spend some time, especially together. Are there still foursomes available for people to reserve if they're interested? Yes,
0: yes. We're okay. going to start promoting the tournament um, later this month. And so we'll have we'll have some information about it on our website, um in a few weeks and um, we'll be promoting it from there
1: great so let's turn your attention to the future can you describe in your position what you see are the major opportunities or growth initiatives or how good will orange county will change over the future
0: yeah, well, it's it's a great you asked that question because um, just this week we met with our consultant. We are going to be doing a new strategic plan. Um, we're this year is our last year of the current plan. This is the plan that I put in place when I got here, and it was really foundational. The plan that I put in place is you know maximizing maximizing our donated goods retail program, which we have done even with COVID. Um, you know, really focusing on our workforce development programs for people with barriers engaging our and, and growing our team members, and then obviously growing the Shop Goodwill business. So those are our main initiatives as I was coming in. Um, I think some of that will carry over into the new plan. Um, but what we're going to be doing right now is a community needs assessment. We really want to understand, um, you know, based on who we're serving, what we've been doing, you know, our unique position in the community, um, where should we be growing our services? Where can we refine what we're doing? I want to make sure that we don't duplicate anything already happening. Um, We want to complement what's happening in the community, work with other nonprofits, strengthen the partnerships. Um, But really, I think the the next strategic plan needs to be all about, you know, what are we going to do to reach more people, change more lives, um, you know, through this social enterprise that we have. And so we're going going to take a real close look at that. And then at the same time, You know, look at the growth of our retail um, operation. Um, The last couple years, because of COVID, we haven't had the opportunity to grow that footprint of stores. And I believe we have an opportunity to grow that. Um, All the data points to the fact that there's still opportunities in this county. It's just a matter of finding, you know, we talk about finding employment, right, for people with disabilities. It's also hard to find retail stores in Orange County, because sometimes there's this perception that if you're going to have a thrift store, in um, a certain um, shopping center that you know, where it's it's almost perceived as negative. And you know, our stores we really pride ourselves in having um, clean, well merchandised, you know, a, a fun shopping experience for the people coming to our stores. And so we've got to do some work to make sure that you know um, these retail shopping center owners see the value of having goodwill in their shopping center. So that's going to be you know as we move ahead. Um, We're going to have to do a lot of work there because sometimes it's hard to get a landowner to even let us in a shopping center.
1: Until you said that, I didn't make that connection, but I could see that we. I live in San Juan Capistrano, and we have a very nice goodwill. Yes. uh, Center here. I mean, it's. it's in a good mall and it's beautifully right. decorated and I've been through it and there's great merchandise. I've been both to the back to give and then in the front and into the store to see what there is. To
0: exactly. Purchase. And all the data points to the fact that, um, that thrift and the sustainability of reuse is going to be continuing to be an important area of growth um, for, you know, for retail and, um, and the younger generation loves and appreciates it. So, we really want we know that we can grow um, in Orange County we know we, we have the ability to grow it's just a matter of finding the places and um, so we have we've pinpointed you know certain areas of the county we want to get into one I will tell you is Irvine um, but for whatever reason we haven't been able to get into Irvine yet um, so definitely I need a lot of help with that for any of your listeners who um, have influence with a, a certain um, major um, Irvine company. <laughs>
1: yes, they know more. They might be listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're we feel like we're making headway, but um, so far we have not been a, approved at any of those wonderful shopping centers in Irvine, and we would love to be in Irvine.
1: And you should be.
0: And we should be, right?
1: Well, we had the mayor of Irvine on our show, I think, two weeks ago. So, Farah, you know,
0: I got some some relationship building to do in Irvine.
1: All right. Well, if someone would like to learn more about all the things that we've kind of talked about briefly here on the show, where would you suggest they go to learn more?
0: OCgoodwill.org is where you can find out about how to employ the people we serve how to shop at any of our stores, where to donate in the county, and also um, how to give, how to support some of the programs we're doing um, for veterans and people with disabilities, um, young people who are just as involved.
1: And if you happen to be listening to the show and you know someone who might benefit from working with Goodwill to find placement, it sounds like Goodwill is interested in looking for qualified candidates as well. So tell a friend that would be good as well
0: definitely well, thank you so much
1: it's such a pleasure to have you back on the program and looking forward to it since we uh you since you said you had time to be a guest and so thanks for coming back and being a friend of our program
0: oh I love it i I appreciate what you do to lift up you know nonprofits uh, small businesses in the community and you know your show is you know definitely well regarded so i I love being here so thanks for having me
1: Thank you, Nicole. Nicole was episode number 1344 in our catalog. Woo-hoo! This is yeah, this is Orange County's longest running business talk show. If you're an Orange County entrepreneur or a leader of a nonprofit organization and you would like to share your story, reach out to me on LinkedIn. And I'm Rick R-I-C Franzi F-R-A-N-Z-I, or visit my website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your organization in a positive direction.